You're listening to Weekend Joe, driven by Munganat St. Louis Acura here on ClabesOnline.com. The fun and games start after this. St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. We have a great selection of over 175 pre-owned and factory precision certified with finance rates as low as 0.99% for 36 months with approved credit. We also have over 250 new Acura models arriving this year and Acura loyalty rebates up to $1,000 on select new Acura models. St. Louis Acura remains committed to becoming better than ever for you. just got more entertaining. It's Weekend Joe on Claves Online, driven by Munganast St. Louis Acura. Hear from some of the big names in St. Louis and national sports every weekend. And now, here's Joe Roderick and me, I'm Andy Hanselman. And welcome on in. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota, Munganass Burkhardt Alton Toyota, here on ClavesOnline.com. I am Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Andy Hanselman. Andy, hello. How are you? Merry Christmas. Joseph, Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Uh, today, I have been indoors since about 11.15 or so and uh, and have not done a whole lot today. It's a uh, it's a good day in St. Louis to not do a whole lot. Right. If you have uh, if you're uh, in the St. Louis area, uh, it's the day where it is right now. It is uh, 7.08 p.m. on Thursday, the 22nd of December. Oh, the Bragging Rights game is about to start. It is. Yeah. And uh, I need it. What channel is that on tonight, Joe? I couldn't tell you, Andy. I'm going to guess it, that's usually, I mean, back in the day, it was on ESPN. Oh, it was a big ESPN game. Yeah. I mean, they would promote the hell out of it back in the day. Joe is negative one right now in my, uh, according to my system. Feels like a, feels like negative 25, I believe. Yeah. It's just really, really cold. My toes are cold. Everything's cold. We've had now we've had cold temps like this before. Like this is, th- this is nothing new. Like this isn't a th- this isn't you know a once in a lifetime occurrence that we're getting with uh, with this. I-, I feel like the way the temperature dropped today, that was weird. Yeah, from thirty to negative two, like that. That doesn't seem like it happens. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often at all. Yeah, so. Uh, that's been that that's part's been a little unpleasant uh today. I was at uh, I was at a Lowe's at uh, about 6:30 this morning picking up melting salts. Ah. Yeah. My uh they were open. I couldn't believe it. My uh my V8 vehicle that weighs 8,000 pounds had no problem getting up my driveway. Oh yeah, that's a god dude, your driveway. If you're if you are ever driving through the Edwardsville area and you see a driveway and you say that looks like the steepest driveway I've ever seen, that's Andy Hanselman's house. You want to you want to know something really weird? My brother's yeah. is more steep than mine. Well, there you go. Now that that's uh that's Andy Hanselman's brother's house. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> no, it's a yeah. You you got a steep drive. My my issue, my driveway um does um 
I feel like my driveway has whatever way the sun, whatever trees are around, whatever way the sun rises, sets, whatever, it is always in the shade. <clears throat> so my driveway, if everybody in it, like, you know, you go three, four houses down both ways across the street, you look at, you know, the six houses across the street, whatever. If you look at all those and nobody goes out and shovels their driveway, yeah, Andy, there, there's all melts. All goes away is all gone. My driveway, nothing. Sits there. It's weird. It is. I, I think it's just the way. I, I think I my my house does not get uh the direct sunlight due to whatever trees and stuff are, are around that the other uh that the other driveways and uh yards do. <clears throat> Joseph, quick update. The uh Bragging Rights game is on the SEC network at uh 8 p.m. Not even on the B1G network? Not even on... Oh, it might be on the B1G as well. <clears throat> Man. That's... Yeah, uh, um, mine, uh, mine melts... On, so mine faces east and kind of south. And uh, my driveway does melt pretty quickly uh, if it gets some direct sun. And the temperature is about 20 or 25. It'll, it'll, it'll melt, believe it or not. Because uh, the, the concrete heats up down there. But... Uh, yeah, otherwise I gotta go out there and shovel, but it was real nice to just kick my uh my whip into four-wheel drive, uh gun it, and just get right up the hill. What did you uh what'd you do with your employee stage? You let them out early? Uh some people went home early. Uh everybody pretty much had rides or they all live like within five minutes of the office. Uh people that live far away didn't come in. Guys in the shop went home. They went home pretty early. Um your security detail? Did you let uh, did you let them go, or did they have to stay with you the entire day? I uh, know my security detail stayed the entire day. That's yeah. Figured that's uh, that's what you would do. Well, you know, I get uh, I, I get I get crazies who want to come in and see me, Joe. Right? They don't get by you, no. And I have to uh, I have to uh, keep myself in my office protected. That's that's true. I mean, you go in there and you said like talk to Andy Hansman, and they go, "Who? No, no, not here, not today." Not today. Nope. Leave a leave a message. Uh, we'll let him know that you stopped by. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I, I need to see him. Nope. Sorry, you can't. What's funny is that when I uh, like, I'll tell them somebody's going to come by to see me, and they they still do that stuff. <laughs> it's a good security detail you got. Well, thanks, Joseph. Yeah. Hey, um, <clears throat> this show driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota. Uh, we were just out at the Alton Toyota store at Homer Adams Parkway, 850 Homer Adams Parkway in Alton, Illinois. That's uh, uh, Munganass Burkhart, uh, Alton Toyota. And right now you can go on their website at altontoyota.com. You can see what they have out there on the uh, on the lot you can shop some of the new 2023 toyotas that they are uh, that they're going to be getting and see what they have in stock and you can see all all kinds of, um, of vehicles they have in stock not just toyotas everything else that they uh, that they have and that they service there at munganas burkhart alton toyota um andy well guest on the show today uh, it's the awesome one, Earl Austin Jr. on the uh, on the show. We are going to talk holiday tournaments, holiday basketball tournaments, boys and girls side of uh, of things. Um, a really, really fun conversation with the awesome one. Does um, 
Alton play in the uh, Collinsville Holiday Tournament? They are in the Collinsville Holiday Tournament. I don't know when that started. No, because it's, it's, uh, uh, it's the day after Christmas. No, no, no. I don't know when they started playing in the Collinsville oh, okay. Tournament because uh, back in the day, they would play in Centralia. Edwardsville's also been to Centralia. Um, Edwardsville is in the MICDS tournaments. Hmm. They used which to be play played in Maryville. They used to play at the uh, Collinsville tournament, and then they yeah. started, then they started losing. Yeah, they have to go find a tournament that they can win uh, because when you lose, uh, it doesn't really help with recruits, as um, you saw this past weekend with uh, National Signing Day in college football. You uh, you need to win if you want to get the big-time recruits, and that's uh, that's kind of been uh, Edwardsville's MO for, uh, for years now. Well, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is uh, – so, yeah, you can catch that later on in the uh in the show today andy are you guys ready i mean i know we talked about all the the, uh, we discussed all of the inclement weather and everything going on are you guys uh you guys ready for for everything christmas related over there at the uh i need to go out tomorrow and get a few more gift cards other than that i am done you're i mean the road should be okay by friday for uh for that i am uh i'm completely done honestly the only thing that i think i'm going to do on saturday I might go out, Andy, on Saturday morning, and I might go. I'm probably going to get like a vegetable for uh, for a side dish for uh, for dinner, for Christmas Eve dinner. What uh, what kind of vegetable are you thinking, Joe? I need you know looking at what we uh, what we're going to have on the plates. It, it's got to be something green. Okay. So I don't know if I go green beans or I go spinach. I need to go broccolini. <sighs> Like that, that would broccoli. be, I feel like that would be the easy choice to go with. Broccolini or bro- broccolini? Just broccoli. broccoli. Just broccoli. Just some steamed broccoli. No, broccolini, Joe. What's that? It's a broccoli with a, the skinny broccoli with a long stem. Okay. Very delicious. I don't like the stem of it. I, I just, I like uh, the bush. I, just, I like the bush part of the broccoli, not the, uh, not the tree part of it. This dumb tastes good, Joe. Yeah, that's not what I. Uh, that's not what I want. I uh, so well, they don't they don't get that. Yeah, so it's gonna be something green, something green. What else? Uh, but outside of out, <clears throat> what's that? What else are you having on the plate? Uh, ham, mac and cheese, and mashed taters. Yum. Yeah. My mom is uh, making lasagna on Christmas Eve, and then I think we're doing. Uh, what are we doing on Christmas Day? Forgot what she said she was gonna make. She was gonna make something that looks real good. So I think yeah, just doing uh like a breakfast casserole on Christmas Day and then uh pretty much absolutely nothing after that. Just kind of eat oh, that. Joe, and... I saw I saw these uh gravy or uh breakfast enchiladas young with gravy? gravy. Oh, okay. No, not young gravy. Yeah. Speaking of young gravy, Joe. <clears throat> I love young gravy. I am that is I I never have I, when I when I look at the list of concerts and stuff that are going to be at the Super Bowl, there's always like, okay, I want you know, hopefully there's like an act there I want to see something like that. I'm really hoping somebody brings Young Gravy in. But yeah, that's anyway. Yeah, you you were saying. I think I think he's I think he'll be there. I hope so. 
I think he'll he'll be doing something good here in 2023. I hope so. I think he'll be a huge star. Yeah. But He's just a of, lyrical lyrical genius is what he is. Speaking but speaking of young gravy Joe. Yeah. Young gravy's been rumored and confirmed to uh date our friend Lisa Ann. Mm-hmm. Who, who uh I've met several times on her trips to St. Louis. Joe. Yeah. I got a friend request today from Lisa Ann. Oh nice. And I thought like it was like a real one, not a bot. <clears throat> I thought it was a bot. Yeah. And I thought maybe it's like some fake scam account. Right. Opened the account, saw who she was friends with. She had like 300 friends, like her personal Facebook account. Mm-hmm. And said, lowly old me, a friend request. Is that from uh, the work that you've done with her? You think she saw you? I was like, oh, I know that guy. I think so. I saw her, I saw her at uh, Harpo's a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She came right up to me and said, "Hey, Andy, give me a big hug." I'm like, "Jesus, you remember my name?" Wow, that's pretty good. I know. I mean, I'm kind of hard to forget. Yeah. Like, like if I'm like at a sporting event, I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna run outside real quick, and I'll be right back." Mm-hmm. The reaction I get from like most ticket takers and ushers is that, uh. Dude, I'm not going to forget you. You're huge. <laughs> You're like one of the biggest people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm not going to forget who you are. <laughs> I'm looking up Young Gravy, the best Young Gravy lyrics <clears throat> that are out there. Uh, slide up in your bitch's DMs look just like a toboggan. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a nice one. I like that. Um, yeah, uh, what are some other ice in my jeans that came out the womb frozen? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, gotta let your mama get that gravy that she craves. Gravy catching hoes like a goalie making saves. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. You just roll some dice and wake up with a bad bitch out in paradise. That young gravy, he has a nasty mouth. He does. <clears throat> he does. That's but it's there's just it's a, the lyric. I mean, lyrical genius up there with like Eminem. I mean, oh really? You're going you're going to go that far, huh? I don't know if it's, I mean, I mean, Eminem can freestyle it. I don't know if Young Gravy is able to freestyle it. <clears throat> Regardless, still, it's a, uh, yeah, it's, he's up there. I, I was very surprised he wasn't in my uh, Spotify year-end, uh, year-end um, music. I'm a little surprised by it too, Joe. Yeah, I really thought that he would have, uh, he would have cracked that, uh, he would have cracked that top five. So, yeah, that is uh, that's that's my hope for that. I'm um, I'm really hoping that gets on there. Um, Andy, I, I know that, um, you know, we usually we will go out and, you know, when we uh, when we get a nice schedule release, we like to go over it. You see the STL City SC. They had their uh, their schedule released this past week. I did see this, Joe. Yeah, thirty-four games on there, Andy. Thirty-four games. Uh, your your prediction on how they uh, how they finish? I think 500. Andy, we don't know who anybody on the team is. We can't possibly make that prediction. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just going 500. 
I, um, you know, that is one where I'm very excited for them to get here. Very excited for to see the atmosphere at these games. Excited yeah. to go to the games. Never have been to an MLS game. It's going to be another thing I can cross off my list. I am very excited to go to a game. But, I I mean, I, I, I got a lot to learn about it, you know? You got a lot to learn about these uh, about these teams and uh, just what they uh, you know what they bring to the table. You got to learn who the other teams are in the uh, in the league. That's correct, Joe. You do. And thirty four teams in the league. Do you know where some of these? Uh, if I were you, you go through. I think are there is there one or there there is a there is a Miami team. Do you know what the Miami team is called? Miami FC. No. What are they called, Joe? Inter Miami CF. Inter Miami CF. Hmm. Yeah. There are a few teams that have like nicknames, you know, like STL City SC. That's their team name. Like they're not, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals. Right. There are a few that do have names, though. Mm-hmm. Andy, you know what the Houston team name is? Uh, the Cougars. No, no, no. They, they That's their college down there. They are the uh, Houston, the Houston Dynamo. The Houston Dynamo. Okay. Houston Dynamo. Okay. Yeah. Also, um... How about uh, San Jose? San Jose. Andy, what is their team nickname? Uh, they're the Comrades. Nope, 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 nope. Earthquakes. Oh, Earthquakes. Ah, yes. That makes sense, Joe. Yeah. And then uh, then finally, uh, how, about, uh, how about Vancouver? Do you know Vancouver has an MLS team, Andy? They're the uh, Vancouver Canadians. They are not, no. Uh, they are the Vancouver Whitecaps FC. Gotcha. That's a, that's a good name for them, Joe. Yeah. The Vancouver Whitecaps. I would have named them the uh, Vancouver Whistlers. There, we got a lot to named, learn about this. Named after the mountain. Yeah, we, we have a lot to learn about this uh, about this soccer uh, soccer thing. I'm excited to learn about it. I still think they're going to be 500. I saw, yeah, I saw the other day. I mean, they had a super draft. Yeah, they got a guy from SLU. Yeah, and in the super draft, I guess they had the first pick in the super draft, and they traded it for money. Yes. Which I've been told they can use to sign international players. So, it's just another thing. It's that, you see... Soccer, all this—it's—it's going to be a foreign language to us. Baseball, I understand that. Baseball, all of that comes easy. Andy, I don't know if you've seen some of the uh, latest rankings that have been uh, that have been put out as the free agent signing period is is now finally at an end. I think we will get some trades after the holidays. Uh, now that we see who's been who's with what team, the Carlos Correa deal. 
is one of the more fascinating things that I think we have seen in baseball in a uh, in quite some time with what went down with that. Carlos Correa went into free agency knowing that there was some kind of back problem that he had. Mm-hmm. And we we hear that he signs a deal with the Giants. Weeks go by. Don't hear anything ever about it. Don't think much of it. And then suddenly we hear that instead of the Giants introducing him, that the Giants said that there was a problem with his physical. I didn't so much hear that they failed him on his physical. They said that there was a problem with his physical. Now, like in the NFL, you hear like, oh, they failed him in his physical. Right. You didn't hear that with it. They just said there was a problem with it. So what he had signed initially was a 13-year, $350 million deal with the Giants. Right. The Giants said, hey, there's a problem with your physical. And he said, or I, I guess it's Scott Boris, his agent said, we are going to, uh, well, okay, we're just going to go sign with the Mets. 12 years, $315 million. And the uh, he goes to the Mets. And now the Mets have spent, Andy, over $800 million this offseason. It's quite the it's quite incredible what they've done. And one season, one offseason, they have signed free agent contracts for eight hundred million dollars. Since two thousand ten, the Pirates have signed free agent deals for two hundred and seven million dollars. Hmm. It's quite the difference, Joe. Right. That is, uh, yeah, I get it, man. I mean, other owners out there that see what Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, is doing, they have got to be looking at this, saying, "Dude, you're making us look real bad." Well, yeah, <laughs> it's you know, stop, stop telling people that we have this much money to spend. And he's just going to go out there and he's going to he's going to spend it. The team still, I mean, for as much money as they spent, yeah, they have a lot of star power. But I do feel like that lineup of theirs kind of falls short at the end. What I am, uh, what I'm really hoping, <clears throat> what I'm really hoping that we uh, we get out of this now, since the Giants lost out on Correa. Yeah. Since Aaron Judge already passed them up to re-sign with the uh, with the Yankees. <clears throat> what I am hoping we get is the Giants now thinking there's no way we could compete with the Padres. There's no way we can compete with the Dodgers. We need to make some moves. We need to make some trades because they when you look around baseball, we talked about this last week. When you look around baseball at what the Cardinals can do, they 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 need they need a clear cut number one ace pitcher to be that guy that gets the ball in game one of any postseason series. 
right? That is that that is what they need. So when you see that, you have to start looking around baseball and you go, okay, who has a guy that matches that description that would be willing to trade him away? Is it a veteran in the last year of his deal in a situation that he's not going to win? Is it a young guy that they don't feel like going to arbitration with? That's that's or, or is it a guy that's just in an unhappy situation? And I I think when you look at a team like the Giants, I think what you can look at and see is that they are not going to be contenders next year. They're not going to be contenders probably the year after that either. They have a pitcher, Logan Webb, on their team, 26 years old Mm -hmm. right now. Right. I think think the, the move that you could possibly make is to get a pitcher like a Logan Webb. A, a guy a guy like that who last year 2.9 ERA a whip of 1.15 15 wins started 32 games for them again 26 years old they're they're not going to be good next year i say you make a trade for them for him you try to see if that that's the deal that can be made and you put him right in there as your as your ace i think his earliest free agency uh would be uh, i'm looking here he is arbitration eligible in 20, after 2023 the earliest he could be a free agent is 2026 so you are getting him for four seasons before you have to make a huge investment on him. And by then he would be 30 years old and you can make that big investment with him. So that's the new guy on my wish list. Logan Webb of the uh, of the San Francisco Giants. Did I lay it out there well enough? I mean, pretty uh in depth there Joseph. I I agree yeah. with just about everything you said. It's a, it's a, it's a really really good argument to get out to get a really a, a pitcher that's going to do what the Cardinals need them to do. Yeah. Last year through 192 innings. Year before that in 21, 148. That uh that year. That was uh kind of its first full year with the uh with the team and the COVID year of 2020 made uh 11 starts for the team. So, still pretty uh pretty young. Finished 11th by the way in Cy Young voting last year. That's one of those you put a package together, and he uh, also too uh, also a uh, sinker ball pitcher. So uh, put Ooh, him out there behind, that's... yeah, <clears throat> yeah. His uh, gr- uh, looking at his <clears throat> advanced pitching uh, for uh, for last year. Uh, I'm trying yeah. his ground ball rate. Yeah. 56.6 ground ball rate. That was down from 61% in, uh, sure. in 2021. So you just get him out there slinging those ground balls to that, uh, to Nolan Arenado or over there at the, uh, third base and all those numbers will, uh, we're, are going to look a heck of a lot better. <clears throat> so 
there you go. That's uh, that, that's my take on it. We'll see how that uh, we'll see how that plays out. I haven't even thrown that. I haven't thrown that one out to a Claves yet either. I need to <clears throat> I need to throw that one out to him. I'll be like, hey, tell Mo to go do this. <laughs> Hit Mo on the phone. Let him know what's up. Go down there and point fingers. Yeah. And shut. Text Mo. Tell him that you have a great idea. <laughs> <clears throat> That Logan Webb is who the uh, Cardinals should trade for. Yeah. Andy, we are in week 17. I know. The, you know. Uh, of, of the uh, football season. Week 17 of the football season. Andy, I'm so uh, I'm so we're, we're going to be around, I think, what, 21, 22 weeks uh, gets us uh, all the way through uh, Super Bowl games or playoff yeah. games. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll end it that weekend. I mean, there's really no point to have the Super Bowl unless they're uh, pick on that unless it's a tie, and you think that the two people that tied are gonna, you know, we'll we'll figure out what tiebreakers are for that. I don't know. Maybe I'll throw in that final week: AFC, NFC, and then Royal Rumble winner. Those will be my the three games on the uh, on the week. Ooh, for uh, for that, yeah, I'll I'll put that one in there. I should have put Andy. I should have put the World Cup game in there last week. You should have, Joe. That would, been, that would have been a good one. I really should have put that one in there. I would have gotten it wrong because I would have picked France. I also would have picked France. Yeah, so uh, that may be a good thing that I uh, that I didn't. But, Andy, it is now time for our picks. Hit the music. Oh, nice Christmas song this week, Joe. Same exact song that we have used all season and last season. I don't think it is, Joe. No Christmas theme at all in this uh, in this music. There should be. Should be that Kelly Clarkson underneath the tree, the new Christmas hit of all time. Andy, if you think I have the time or desire to put that much production into this uh, program, you are whoa, sadly mistaken. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is like the uh, this is the flagship program on Claims Online, right? I, I, that's what that's what I tell people. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hello. Yeah. You you ask me, uh, you I, I tell you that Klebs goes, hey, what's our flagship program? I say anything you're involved in, boss. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean? Any any of those? Any you you do something? It's uh yeah, that's number one. I will say that uh, probably the lunch with Klebs is the uh, flagship program of the uh, of the network. And absolutely, I mean, because that one we have the video aspect to it. It is. Yeah, there, there is, there is a lot that goes into that one. I mean, it's live, then it's podcasted, and it's videoed, and we have the commercials inside the program with the video aspect to it. <coughs> you talk production to that, uh, as, as far as that goes. That one, I mean, we do live remotes for that show. <coughs> that is the flagship program. I agree. I- I would not expect the uh, the shit show that this is with me on it to be the uh, flagship program. If it was, uh, I, w- I would question uh, the uh, the direction of the website. I say, if I mean, if you're talking overall <clears throat> downloads for everything, if you're talking annual basis, because of the pure mass of episodes that we do, daily cards also is up there as far as a. Uh, as far as the um, what, what top billing would be, does it get a lot of looksies? Yes. Does it really? It, I mean, it it all depends. Like, 
if it's a Tuesday game between the Cardinals and the Pirates, and like, no offense, but like, if Andres Palante is like starting, nobody cares. Like in in May or June, people are like, oh, okay, they're they're still doing that. Okay, you get to like, I mean, when the Cardinals were on their win streak in 2021. Or like the trade deadline in 21. The episode we did after Mike Schilt was fired. <clears throat> I, I mean, you were talking just the tops is as far as the episodes go. It, it gets a lot of uh, a lot of looks, a lot of hits for uh, for that. That's awesome. No, I didn't know that that one was a uh, was a real busy one. It, I mean, it's car- Cardinals. Cardinals are king. I figured it was still. I figured it was still. I just I, I figured it was still kind of but it was still kind of there's a lot of Cardinals content out there, uh, a lot of blogs, a lot of podcasts, uh, a lot of video. There's just a lot out there, and so I we're figured the only maybe, one that goes live Rammer, though. We're we, I mean we go live though. We I mean we're doing that Rammer live in the of, moment. Rammer brings a lot of credibility to it. Yeah, no, uh, I mean that's you get, you get yeah you get Bob Ramsey talking uh talking uh football or talking baseball cardinal baseball and yeah that's gonna be uh that's gonna be uh real good hey by the it way we're, god we are we are in the the music is going we got the picks that we got to get to my goodness we do what a uh what a what, we really went off topic here with uh with this andy everyone went two and two last week yeah i'm really upset uh nobody picked the jaguars I put it on there so somebody would have the balls to pick the Jaguars. Nobody picked the Jaguars. The whole they, reason uh, I they, did they, that. They and they put a whooping. They put a whooping on the old the old Cowboys out of Dallas. Uh you say whooping, I They made him look silly, Joe. I mean they beat him. It wasn't overtime. I know, I know they beat him in overtime, but they made them look silly. They came back. What, what, what was how many unanswered how many unanswered points at the fourth quarter? 17, 21, 24, something like that. There were a lot of unanswered points at the fourth quarter. And then, um, and then I, I was the only person that picked the Giants, and I was the only person that picked the Jets. Okay, so uh, that is how we got to uh that's how we got to everybody being two and two uh andy so uh this week so frank kuzmano still in the lead 47 and 20 claims at 46 and 21 reggie blackwell 45 and 22 howard richards 42 and 25 i am 41 and 26 andy you're 40 and 27 and craig uh craig riggins 38 and 29 four games Four games on the uh, schedule this week. I think that there, I, I think there are some real good toss-ups here on the uh, on the list. Three NFL games, one college game, for the pure purpose of it being a local college game. It is Mizzou and it is Wake Forest. It is the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa on December twenty third. Andy, um, uh, who uh, who you got in this one? Uh, this is courtesy of Dave Matter, stltoday.com. I don't want to purvey it as my own by any stretch of the imagination because it's a local writer. <laughs> <laughs> Fair 
first time in the history of picks that you've credited your uh <laughs> at <Yes>. full strength <laughs> Missouri's defense has the pieces to show to slow Hartman and his fleet of playmakers but the Tigers pass rush will have to find other sources to create havoc in the backfield Brady Cook playing on his idle quarterbacks home field the Buccaneer also means Brady won't face as much resistance from the Demon Deacons and that's the difference in the Tigers first bowl victory in eight years Joe me and Dave Matter go with your Missouri Tigers Andy uh Frank Cusimano also going with the uh Mizzou Tigers uh Reggie Blackwell Mike Claiborne going with the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. They're not true sons, Joe. They're just not true sons. Well, uh, Reggie went and played football at Kansas State, and Mike Claiborne went to Fisk University in Nashville. So neither one of them, yeah, are true sons. So yeah, no, nobody's a true son. <laughs> the only true son in all of this would be Howard Richards, and he has not sent me his picks, Andy, but I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to write Howard's name down on this uh on this list i went to i went there for a year so i'm a i'm a half a true son yeah uh but andy I, I went and partied there twice um so that's the extent of my columbia missouri experience i just you know what i i i just was not impressed with what i saw out of mizzou this year i didn't see wake forest one bit so i'm going wake forest <laughs> no they're both they're both fucking terrible football teams they're not terrible i mean they both won six games against Boom. That's a good. I mean, it's a good point, <laughs> but I'm still going Wake Forest. All right, I like it. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun anyway. Still, uh, yeah, waiting on Craig's pick uh, for uh, for that. Next up, we move to the NFL. Andy, a uh, a fun weekend schedule for the NFL. I love the Saturday game. I love the Saturday games that we had Me this too. past week. Uh, we get a few. We get more Saturday games this week, Andy. In fact, there are only three games on Sunday on Christmas Day, but with the basketball schedule, you will have sports on all day long. Finding sports yeah, on Christmas Day will not be a problem for you at all. Uh, and Andy, our first game on the list actually are all three of our games. All three of our games, Andy, are all on Saturday, all on Christmas Eve this uh, this week. We start off with Giants at Vikings. Now, you don't know which Vikings team is going to show up every game to no fault but their own, but they still have too much offensive firepower behind Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook to play like they did last week against the Colts. The Giants will make it difficult, but Minnesota prevails at home. Joe, I go with your Minnesota Vikings. Andy, the Giants bit me last week. I actually know the Giants shouldn't say they bit me last week. No, the Jets bit me last week. The Giants won it for me last week the Giants uh no wait I'm so god what am I I'm, I'm going through yeah the Giants won it for me last week they beat right. the commanders in Sunday Night Football we've had the Giants on a lot of picks this year we have and, but but I mean they're playing a lot of games I mean the NFC East they they play a lot of competitive games they're a team that every week it seems like that spreads really small so we put them on here a lot so I'm scrolling back through our past weeks Andy I, I've said it before. I bet a lot of times with my heart and with my wallet. 
Which, by the way, I need to refund that DraftKings account so I can uh, put some money on some Christmas basketball games. Ooh. That's an annual tradition of mine. <laughs> oh, is it really now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I might just go overs club all day and just bet the over on all five games on Christmas Day for basketball. <laughs> anyway, let's see what the parlay is if I go overs on all five NBA games and all three uh, football games. See what that parlay looks like. Um, Andy. I, I need Daniel Jones to play well. You said this last week. I say it every week. I'm in the semifinals now for uh, fantasy football. Fantastic. Daniel Jones playing indoors. He gets to play indoors. He doesn't have to worry about the weather. Uh, I'm go. I'm going. I'm going Giants. I'm going Giants again in uh, this one. Frank, Reggie, and Klaves also go Vikings in uh, in this game. Andy. This one, if you would have told me week 17, we'd be putting this game on our list. Yeah. I <laughs> I would have, I, I would not have believed you. Lions at Panthers. Both teams have a legit shot at the playoffs right now. Uh, Detroit 7-7. Seven seven. The Carolina Panthers are 5-9. and nine. Uh, Detroit favored by 2.5 with an over-under at 43.5. The Lions have been... The Lions have everything to play for and would be on a seven-game win streak, except for a last-minute field goal by the Bills. Detroit is playing hungry while the Panthers have struggled to find their identity. The Panthers might have a bit of success with their running game as they've done a decent job splitting carries between backs. And the Lions are allowing the eighth-most yards in the league. Joe, I'm going to go with your Detroit Lions. That's everybody's going with them. That's I, that's who I'm going with. Reggie, Frank, Klaibs, that's who they're going with. I, I I mean, I I have the advantage of being the last one to, to have seen everybody's picks and doing this in, the, in a game. We don't. And, I, I, Andy, I want to take the Panthers to try to get ahead. I just cannot talk myself into doing it. Can't do it. Which means they're probably going to win. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. God. All right, Andy, and then uh, finally, this might be, uh, you know what? I don't know if you could say it is anymore. The only reason I'm putting this game on here is because Jalen Hurts is injured. He's out. That's the only reason I'm doing it. So, Andy, we are going Eagles at Cowboys. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts will miss Saturday's game against the Dallas Cowboys with a right shoulder sprain, meaning Gardner Minshew will get to start in a game that could secure the NFC East title and the number one overall seed in the NFC. Jalen did everything he possibly could to get his body ready to go. Coach Nick Sirianni? Sirianni? Yep. Yeah. At Thursday. And at the end of the day, he's not going to be able to do it. He's tried like crazy, and I know he still wants to go. Jalen Hurts is the toughest player I've ever been around. Hurts missed Tuesday's walkthrough and Wednesday's practice. He injured his throwing shoulder in Sunday's win against the Bears when he was driven into the ground into the ground by defensive lineman Travis Gibson following a three-yard run in the third quarter. Uh Joe, with all that in mind, uh, I don't I think normally if Jalen Hurts is in the lineup, you you gotta go Eagles, right? Uh yeah. in this case, though, Joe in the uh classic NFC rival NFC East rivalry matchup. Joe, I'm gonna go with your Dallas Cowboys. <sighs> Reggie and Frank, they went Cowboys. 
claims going Eagles. I still think the Eagles find a way to win with Gardner Minshew. I, uh, I I think they pull it off and they secure home field throughout the uh, the NFC side of the uh, of the playoffs. So that's where I'm. Uh, that's where I'm going with uh, with that. So All there right. you go. Those are your picks, Andy. I found. So all I could do, all I could find so far on here, um, I, I've only been able to find the um, first game on the schedule for the uh, for the football or for the basketball games on um, Christmas Day. So I do not know what the parlay looks like for that. But for the three NBA or NFL games that day, and then just the first game, if I went all overs, it was a plus uh, twelve twenty eight on the parlay. Wow, that's a nice payout, Joe. So, I mean, imagine adding four more games onto that. You should do that and win like that guy did down at the uh, Alton Argosy Casino. Uh, yeah. He had a 15-thing parlay happening, and he needed he needed France to beat Argentina, but he, they paid him off early. Did, uh, settled, did they release a name on that? They did not release a name, but they but they, they paid him off early, and so they, they, settled, they settled for less, Joe. Well, that's a good good payout for uh, the guy. The guy, the guy was going to net five hundred something thousand dollars. I think he still netted about three hundred thousand. I thought it was all yeah four hundred thousand or so is what yeah. I uh, yeah what I saw. Joe, uh, just that. because I like to do it and uh, it's fun to do the uh, your Saturday night slash Sunday night game. Um, that's your Raiders and Steelers. Yeah, they will. Uh, I mean, it was supposed to be a, it was supposed to be a big day uh, for the NFL with um, with Franco Harris and the rest of the 50 yeah. year anniversary of the Immaculate uh, Reception. And Franco Harris passed away. He's like uh, 72 years old. Uh, passes away. He the, said uh, uh, the other day. He said, "I really don't want to go to that thing. I'm going to die instead." That is, uh, yeah. They were going to retire his number. I mean, I I cannot remember a, a story like that. Yeah, where definitely. they were going to retire his number, and they they had all these players coming back. Just a a crazy story with uh, with him passing away right before all of this was. I mean, that's the whole reason they scheduled the game the way they did for uh, for that. So a uh, yeah, Steeler Nation uh, mourning the loss of Franco Harris at the age of uh, seventy two. Uh, Andy, before we get out of here, um, I, I did find the so the parlay. I found all all eight games. Okay, if I bet the over for all eight games, Andy, the um, the it is a seventeen five forty four plus seventeen thousand five hundred and forty four. So Andy, over uh, all betting all the over. So a ten dollar bet. Would win me one thousand seven hundred and sixty-four dollars on that. Wow! And all and that's and that's eight NBA games on Christmas Day. Five NBA games on Christmas Day. Three NFL games. And taking the over on all of them. Yes. Would you make a bet like that? I'm going to. Just for my pure, just for my enjoyment that day. Huh. I know one of these NFL NFL games is going to screw me over. Uh, Broncos at Rams. That one will go. Yeah. Under. That one will go. I the one over will. under for that's only thirty six. Oh Jesus! 
No, Cardinals Bucks will screw me. Cardinals Bucks. What's the over under on that one? Forty and a half. I don't know. No, Tom Brady's not Tom Brady, is he? Exactly. Kyler Murray's not Kyler Murray. And then Packers and Dolphins. Yeah. So remind me to do that, uh, and then we will, uh, yeah. Remind me to do that, and All right. we will, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll discuss next week on the show. Hey, we need to take a break. We come back. The awesome one, Earl Austin Jr., is going to join us. We're going to talk holiday basketball tournaments with him. It was a lot of fun catching up with Earl and talking about all this, uh, all these tournaments with him, and we get into uh, some hospitality room discussion, too. So it was a, a good talk with Earl catch that coming up in just a a bit hey this is weekend joe driven by munganass st louis acura go to stlouisacura.com see what they have there out on the lot at 13720 manchester road go say hi to clayton and it is uh go see uh the nation's only 30 time acura precision team winner out there at munganass st louis acura the uh title sponsor here of Weekend Joe. Take a break. Come back with more here on Weekend Joe. Driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Burkhardt, Alton Toyota. It's ClavesOnline.com. You're listening to Weekend Joe here on ClavesOnline.com, sponsored by Collinsville Auto Body. Collinsville Auto Body is at 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. And hey, they will work with most insurance providers to get you back on the road fast. If you're in a collision with a deer or anything else, uh, Collinsville Auto Body will help you out, as I can speak to from past experience. Plus, I've known the family that's owned Collinsville Auto Body for at least the past 20 years now, maybe even longer. And I can tell you that it's good people doing great work at Collinsville Auto Body. 911 North Bluff Road in Collinsville. Another fine sponsor here of Weekend Joe. There's always been a bright side to living in downstate Illinois. Amron, Illinois is making it even brighter with a little help from the sun. Right now, we're building a next generation solar facility to bring you cleaner energy for generations to come. It's good for the environment, your neighborhood, and everyone living in downstate Illinois. That's brighter thinking. That's energy at work. Learn how you can participate in solar programs at AmarinIllinois.com slash renewables. And here we are back on Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota here on ClavesOnline.com as we are just a few days away from Christmas. And hey, for uh, a lot of people, that just means we're getting ready for high school basketball tournaments. So who better than the awesome one, Earl Austin Jr., to jump on with us. And we're going to talk a little high school basketball. First, Earl, I got to ask. Wednesday, you uh, had a courtside seat to that slew SIUE game. And uh, I mean, you know, we have bragging rights Thursday night. That's kind of its own little bragging rights. It's a little Metro high school division or college division one matchup between slew and SIUE. Um, how surprised were you with the uh, the Cougars pulling off the win over the Billikens? Well, I knew the Cougars were a scary team. I've watched them two or three times already. I mean, they're a very athletic team. They got good players, and some of the players I'm familiar with, like Rayshon Taylor, I've followed his career throughout Collinsville High School. So I, I, I told people, like, three years ago, we played them in that COVID year. We opened the season with them, 
and we won by 37. And I, after the Drake broadcast, when Rammer said, look ahead to SIUE, I said, yeah, we won by 37. Don't count on this being an easy game. This is going to be a tough game. We're going to have to fight to win this game. I said that on the air uh, at the end of our Drake broadcast. And, uh, it, you know, 10 minutes ago, we were up 18, but they really started they started raining those three-point shots down, and uh, they really picked up their defensive intensity, and mm-hmm. momentum just swung. And uh, they, congratulations to them. Tough loss for us. I mean, it's, that's a stunner, no question. But uh, hats off to the Cougars for uh, one of the biggest victories in their history. I was, with them being, I mean, what is – I mean, that campus is, what, 15, 20 minutes away from the uh, – from SLU's campus – do you see this now that they're Division One, and they have been for for a handful of years now? Can this be a, a new rivalry for SLU? I mean, I, I enjoy when we play each other. I mean, I think a couple of years back we've uh, we had a home and home actually with them when Jim Cruz was coaching, and one of his former players at Evansville, Lennox Forster, was the head coach there, and uh, we we actually went over to uh, to SIUE and played and. And they had a great time, and we won the game. But it, it was fun because, like I said, it's, it's a good road trip for me. It's 15 minutes from my house, <laughs> so it's 20 minutes. So uh, I, I don't mind playing. You know, you know, last night's uh, outcome well outstanding. I, I enjoy playing local and regional teams. For years, SLU has played SIU Carbondale every year. Got that going again. We've played Missouri State uh, for many, many years. It's been a while since we played them. That used to be an every year thing. SEMO, uh, we've played. Uh, so, yeah, I, I enjoy playing local and regional teams because it's just the interest in the area. You saw it. If you don't know if you saw the game on there was a lot of uh, black and red in there, yeah. uh, in that building last night. And uh, they were excited. You could just, even through my head stocking, hear them yelling and screaming <laughs> as that comeback was coming back. So, uh no, I, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I'm not one of those uh, you know, look down on, you know, I enjoyed, I enjoy those, uh, those games. One of these years before you and Rammer both hang up the, uh, the headsets, uh, maybe, maybe they'll throw the Tigers on the schedule too. Maybe, maybe that Billikens Tigers game will, uh, will happen at some point. Sure. It'll be fun. We played them 20, 2000, 2001 and 2002. And it was mm. three games went right down to the wire and it was a lot of fun and, it's been 20 years since, but if that were to come to pass, that would that would be fun as well. All right. You mentioned Rayvon Taylor, so we're going to start in Collinsville. We're going to start there with that. Earl, I have done my research. I have all the brackets printed out for all the top area tournaments here. It's holi- I mean, really, when, when you are a high school basketball coach, a high school basketball player, I mean, you play these first this first month of the season to get that seating for your holiday tournament. You have that on the schedule. You know what teams are going to be there. And it's always fun because some of these tournaments, they're bringing in teams from outside of the area. And in some cases, you're getting to see some top talent, not only in the area, but in the country. I mean, you're getting Division One athletes. I remember, uh, I so when I went to Alton, we played in the Centralia tournament every oh. year back then and uh, you know we got to go there and i got to i got to sit there and watch sean dockery play back in the day that was hey that was a lot of fun to see a kid that you knew was going to duke next year and that's what a lot of these teams and a lot of these fans are going to get to see this uh this weekend let me tell you a story about centralia when i went uh it was 1994 i believe and we went, me and a buddy of mine went to the championship game. It was Centralia, the host team, was playing Mount Como out of uh, Chicago, yep. which featured Antoine Walker, 
Was that Donovan McNabb? And Donovan McNabb. It was an incredible, incredible atmosphere, let me tell you. It was uh, unbelievable. And Centralia came back and tied it with about three minutes left. And uh, uh, Mount Carmel pulled it off. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, that, that was an old trout gym, too. So it was just the history there. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah you, get, you get a chance to see. You know, Collinsville's bought in uh, teams from outside. You know, it, it, you get a chance to see some great, great talent and great holiday tournament atmosphere as well. Well, let's go through this. And Earl, if you want to replug in your microphone a little bit, it was getting a little, uh, it sounded a little drowning how's, there. How's it sound were... now? How's a little bit, a little, little better, but me, still just, some, yeah. Sometimes I have to take my, let me, let me, can you hear me? A little bit, yeah. Some, okay. Yeah, sometimes uh, I, when my, my headsets are on, I, my sound goes off. Now, how's that sound? That's good. Yeah, we can okay. we can make that work. Yeah, we can okay. we can work with that. So Centralia, I mean, obviously, as you look through this bracket, one thing is it's a lot of Southwestern Conference teams in this Collinsville tournament uh, this year. I know locally, Belleville East is going to go into this undefeated, and I would imagine the favorites. But as we talk about teams from outside of the area, um, I know there's a, a Collierville, Tennessee team that is uh, that's in there on the opposite end of the bracket from Belleville East and also a, a bit away in the bracket from Collinsville, too, uh, to where they're not going to see them that first or second day. So what are uh, what are some of the uh, things you're hearing about some of the teams or what are some of the things you've seen from some of the teams in this Collinsville tournament? A little bit more limited on Illinois this year because I'm a work for Prep Pools, Missouri, but obviously Collinsville is uh, going to be very good. Uh, I love the Weisinger kid. Uh, he's a good guard. And this is a team that's beaten East St. Louis already uh, in this season. East side is probably the most talented. Them and Vashon probably the most talented teams in the St. Louis metro area. And I think you say Belleville East is very good. You know, Javon gets the younger brother uh, is a score. He gets a bucket as well. Uh, Quincy uh, Illinois, uh, which has been a frequent visitor to the Collinsville tournament, should be good. They got some real good young players as well. Uh, and of course, a couple teams from St. Louis make their way over this year, McClure North and Oakville. Uh, solid, solid teams as well. So I, I think it's, uh, you know, Decatur MacArthur always comes through. So I think it's going to be a very competitive tournament. Don't know much about the team from Tennessee, but I look at, you know, Quincy, Collinsville, Belleville East, uh, looking uh, looking pretty strong in this deal yeah i am uh i i, I talk a lot with uh, one of the assistant coaches of the uh, the belleville east team and i know that they that was the team that they were kind of looking at they've already beaten a few i mean they're they're what 11 and 0 12 and 0 on the year yeah. going into this uh going into this tournament so i know that that was one of the teams that they were looking at and they did know that Collinsville was going to be uh, one of the uh, the top teams that they were going to have to face too. But I do know, like they, they they had said, looking at what they might have to face in that second day because Lincoln's coming down from uh, from Central Illinois, so <laughs> having to go Lincoln and then probably uh, MacArthur on uh, those um, on that for that game ten and game fourteen on that Thursday, they uh, they they know they got a they got a hard road ahead of them, right? And of course the. The best part about Collinsville other than the basketball is the hospitality room. <laughs> <laughs> I will, 
Pearl, yeah, I, I know you will never have a chance to make it up to this tournament, but there is the uh, the Macomb Western Holiday Tournament up in Macomb, Illinois. Macomb, okay. yeah, I so that is where my radio career started up in uh, up in Macomb. I went to Western Illinois and then went to uh, got a job in Macomb right after that. And the first two years would do radio for many of the high school games there. So it was at Western Hall, and you did that. Stan Prentice was the name of the uh, athletic director up in Macomb. And I will tell you, he went around to every restaurant, fast food restaurant, and regular restaurant in all of Macomb. And he had every single one of them make a donation to the hospitality room for those three days of that tournament. And yeah, I mean, you, you'd put on a good 10 pounds in the hospitality room during those three days, just going around and just picking and choosing for whatever you wanted, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I have never seen a hospitality room at the pro level uh, (laughs) even match what Stan Prentice was able to do at that Macomb Western holiday tournament. Now I know we're straying off the topic here. (laughs) I'll give you the Lutheran South used to host the Christmas tournament back in the day. And it didn't matter how good the teams were. The hospitality room probably was the best I've ever experienced because it was literally the home economics department ran the hospitality department. So everything was cooked right there in the classroom, students, teachers. And we're talking like everything from your appetizers, your main course, your desserts, salads anything and everything and it was like going to a, a freaking restaurant <laughs> ever experience you know and it jesus it was you know you know like I said, referees they would talk about it you know? it didn't matter if the team i mean i'd go there the teams were terrible i was like why are you going a little bit sober <laughs> if you know you know this was back in the day you know so yeah you know i i, I rate hospitality rooms and Everybody does a great job, but uh, I just have that just adds to the the, the tournament experience. <laughs> this uh, the Collinsville tournament. It is uh, it starts Wednesday, December twenty eighth. Games tip off that day at ten a.m. at Collinsville High School, and then uh, the games um, second round games played on Thursday. And third round games played on Thursday, and then all of the uh, the finals, the championships for all of the different brackets that is played on the um, on the 30th of December. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for that one. Another tournament um, that, that we have to talk about, this is the Coaches versus Cancer Holiday Tournament, Earl. And uh, leading into that, it's uh, DeSmets, the number one overall seed in this one. Yeah, this year the tournament will be held at Maryville University. And uh, it's, a, it's a well-run tournament. DeSmet is the number one seed. Uh, You have uh, a very good team from mid-Missouri. Columbia Hickman is the two seed. Parkway West uh, uh, with a young man named Tyler King. They have the three three seed. And Troy uh, with the four seed. Very competitive tournament, though, because you look at some of the lower seeds, like Webster Groves is a five seed. They've started slow, but they got their best point guard back. They could be a factor. Viani which has a high-scoring offense led by Luke Walsh, a sophomore. He's the son of uh, head coach Kevin Walsh. They're a seven seed, but a dangerous team as well. So you can always have, you know, Westminster's got Kobe Williams. They're an eight seed. Uh, Eureka, very well-coached team, is a 12 seed. So you're going to have some, you know, you'll have some very competitive early round games. And obviously, as you get into the later rounds, uh, you'll see some pretty good basketball. But the Smet has been playing very good basketball. They're led by Justin Duff, uh, 6'3", senior 
He's averaging about 25 a game. He's already uh, led them to a championship in Springfield, the uh, Arvest Classic, with some good teams in it. So uh, uh, coaches versus Kansas should be uh, a very good team. West DeGrose won it last year in overtime over to Smet, and it was an instant classic type of game. And they got a school coming all the way from Memphis uh, with this one. Is that uh, – as I'm seeing here. Yeah, they play University City, I believe, in the first round. Uh, uh, they're six seed, and your city is eleven seed. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, every now and then, you'll get a team like say Hickman came in a few years back. Springfield Kickapoo came down, but I think this might be one of the first out of state teams. You know, I mean, from from uh, coming some distance. So that'll be interesting to see them what they have to offer. If you find the uh, the bracket for this one online, make sure you do pay attention to the start times on this. A lot of times the brackets will just go straight down, straight from the first tip-off all the way to the last one, but this one does jump around a little bit. This is actually a bracket set up similar to what you'd see in like the NCAA tournament to where they put one verse 16 as yes. the first one and down. So the uh, this tournament starts off on Monday, December 27th. Uh, that'll be... A um, and that's uh, Monday, December twenty seventh. That's I actually. Think the, I think it's. I think they had it wrong. I think it's going to be twenty. Monday's the twenty sixth. Okay, I was going to say those two didn't match up, so right. I wanted yeah. to make sure. So it is. You. It is on I Monday. Believe, I believe it's Monday the twenty sixth. Okay, so uh, that starts on Monday, 9 a.m. tip-off for the uh, the first game of that, and that is the Webster Groves-Eureka game that followed by the uh, Troy Buchanan and Lafayette game in that one. If you want to see the number one uh, seeded DeSmet team, they play at 4.30 on, uh, on that Monday, and then games go on the uh, the 28th with the um, – and then on um, the, the 29th for those, uh, for those championship rounds for uh for that one um one earl uh the next one on the list the micds holiday uh, tournament this one is uh, actually starts off uh on friday of uh, yeah, of well, this week uh weather pending on uh on this one yeah the latest i've heard is that i believe they're gonna move it to monday because of the weather that is. so like i said it usually starts off before the one tournament boys tournament that starts off before christmas but I believe because of the weather, they're going to start on the Monday the 26th as well with, with the eight boys games. And it's a girls tournament as well. But I think they're just going to push everything back a day and go till Friday. Uh, so, uh, yeah, MICDS, uh, this is a 16-team tournament as well. Uh, MICDS, the host school and defending champion, they got the 1C, good team, Ledoux. Kirkwood and Francis Howell follows, but there's some good talent. Whitfield is a six seed. They got a nice team. St. Charles, I believe, only has one loss, if any. Uh, they're a seven seed. Uh, Edwardsville comes over from the ill side. They're a five seed. So it should be another very competitive tournament. The other uh, feature, the nice feature about this tournament is that on semifinal night, they have uh, it's one of the sponsors, Special Olympics, uh, Special Olympics is, part, is part of this. And each year, in between the first semifinal and the second semifinal game, they have a Special Olympics basketball game. They come out and play, and all four teams who are left, even the two teams that just played, everybody sits around the court, and these young people put on a show. And uh, the crowd really loves it. The, the kids watch the games and love it, and that's just always been a special feature of the MICDS tournament, as well as the, the good basketball is being played. So if St. Charles only has one loss on the year, how are they drawing a seventh seed in uh, uh, in this? How do they do the seeding for uh, for this MICDS tournament? I think they they seeded it kind of late. 
uh, last week. Uh, like you said, it's it's just you look at some of the teams. Whitfield is a team that's probably I think that's got one or two losses, but they've got to the championship game of the Webster tournament. Ledoux is a very good basketball team with some big victories. Uh, I don't say that on seeding meetings, so sometimes there's no rhyme or reason about what you know who's seeded where. But you you see it at all tournaments. You'll see some teams that. Uh, their their seeding number pops out like whoa you know but then sometimes it shows the quality of the tournament too because it's a, a lot of good teams in it as well. The one thing that pops out at me is MICDS. I mean they're the they're the host team and they're getting that nine a.m. tip off on day one of the uh, tournament. Usually you put them in prime time for that. Right, but uh, I think as you making know, your boys uh, wake up early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 so some get up, you know. <laughs> But like you said, you, you I guess because like you said, they went they go all the way down the line through the through the seeds and everything. And uh, they got a good team too. Uh, they got Marcus Coleman, good player, good guard. Jaden Banks, good guard as well. But uh, you have to you have to get up early in the morning and uh, be ready to play. Uh, Edwardsville, the only uh, as I've seen on the only Illinois team on the uh, that's coming over in this tournament. We mentioned all the Southwestern Conference teams over in the uh, Collinsville side, and then Edwardsville uh, making their way over to the MICDS tournament for uh, for this year. Um, Earl, over on the girls' side of uh, of things, we are going to start off with uh, what the uh, the first one on this um, on this list um, is it the the Westminster uh, no, no visitation visitation tournament, which is actually already uh, already gotten underway. They uh, they kind of spread this out. They have their first round games, then they come back a week later for those second round games. Yeah, they always play that Saturday before. Uh, you know, the 17th this year, and then uh, they wait till after Christmas, then they resume it well. They always have eight games. I went to a couple of them last week. Uh, what, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, ducked my head in and watched a few games. But this is that they're in the quarterfinal rounds, and obviously the highlight team in this one is Incarnate Word Academy. They're number one in the country and number one in St. Louis. They're on a 73, 74-game winning streak now. That's all? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They'll play Cardinal Ritter, I believe, in the second round on Monday, and then it'll be uh, Pattonville against Civic Memorial in the quarterfinals in the 4-5 game. John Burroughs is a two-seed. They'll play against Parkway South, and then uh, Eureka will play the host visitation in the quarterfinals, and then uh, the following Tuesday, the day I'll attend, will be the semifinal night, and then championship night will be Wednesday at visitation probably the best girls tournament in the state of missouri although the pink and white in springfield is very good as well but this year in and year out uh you know carnet was a state champion last year john burroughs was a state champion last year and you got other you know high quality teams who will be competing you know Pondio Pattonville's very good it, it, it's a big time tournament is there a, you you mentioned the 70 plus game winning streak for incarnate word is there a team in this tournament on that winner side of the bracket that you see that could possibly uh, possibly knock off that win streak? It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. I mean, Cardinal Raiders got a good team. Good, they got good size, good athletes. Pattonville sort of Memorial, very good. John Burroughs is very good. But uh, you're going to have to really play your best game and probably incarnate play a C minus type of game. And you never know in, in those type, you know, it's a tournament situation, you know, uh, you know, the Cardinals had some close calls in this tournament last year at Westminster, I believe was like a, came down to a charge call late in the game. So, you know, you know, Dan will have those girls ready to play and he'll, he'll remind them. And then, I mean, then there were some classic Edwardsville incarnate word games, uh, 
uh, a few a few years back, and you know when Laurie and Dan went at it, great great games. But uh, yeah, they're 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 a solid favorite, and it would be a big feather in the cap of any team if they were to take it down this year. As we uh, as we mentioned, those first games already were last Saturday. Monday is when we will see that tournament uh, resume with the losers bracket side. They tip off um, in the afternoon, and then uh, the uh, the winners bracket side tips off later on in the uh, in the evening, and then games on Tuesday, and so games on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday next week for that tournament and finally earl the uh, the last one over here just down the road from uh from me and these are probably i'm probably going to go to at least one of these games next uh next week it's the muscuda girls invitational tournament at muscuda high school and the reason that i'll be going is uh because my alma mater alton high the uh the alton redbirds that girls team is uh is putting on a show so oh. far this year 11 and 0 to start the year i don't believe they have any seniors on that team uh, uh, either as uh, as they come in as the uh, the number one seed in this tournament, and it is a nice little mix of, uh, of Illinois and Missouri schools here in the sixteen team tournament. It's, uh, it's going to be a heck of a tournament, and it is, especially as it gets into you know barring upsets, you're looking at possibly an Alton versus Oakville, you know, the showdown, and then you know Vashon has joined the tournament this year. Vashon is. Uh, Tremendous team. They got three Division One players: Rachel Jones, Janala Bush, and Trantrell Tutu Clayton uh, coming through. And then, uh, and they on their in their bracket is uh, O'Fallon, who's got you know D one talent as well. Uh, Jalea Pelly, as well as um, oh God, I forget the young lady. She's going to Illinois State. Uh, forgot, uh, Shannon Dow, great player as well. And uh, like I said, Alden's got pups, but talent very big talent that 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 that's going to be a lot of fun modern day is always good too as well you know uh freeburg nashville yeah that, that's good that's top tournament on uh, the illinois side of the river have you uh have you seen the girls uh the alton girls play yet this year have not seen them uh i know they've had a couple of big wins i know they beat uh, you know obviously obviously they beat o'fallon already they beat lutheran st charles uh, they beat edwardsville for the first time in 20 some yeah. years yeah yeah, so uh, they're 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 them and O'Fallon are are threats to you know they're, they're state level teams. They're state level teams. They both won twenty five or so games last year and returned the bulk of their bulk of their teams. Uh, the little point guard Kyoko Proctor is excellent. Alyssa Lewis is a <coughs> excellent two guard as well. And they just got a lot of uh, a lot of good, just a lot of good players. Uh, but very they play fast and uh, but they play beyond their years. You know, they played a lot on the AU circuit when they're young, so they came in ready to play as freshmen last year and sophomores. So that uh, that tournament starts on Tuesday with uh, with the games continuing on Wednesday and Thursday into um, into the next uh, the week. So the 27th, the 28th, and the 29th. Another uh, another nice little wrinkle I always like about these uh, these holiday tournaments, Earl, is the uh, the importance of staying in that winner's bracket not only to win the tournament but it keeps you out of those auxiliary gyms and it keeps mm-hmm. you out of those uh, those smaller gyms that you uh, that you have to play in your years of going to these high school tournaments what is one of the uh, the I guess the lesser auxiliary gyms that you've seen a high school basketball game have to take place 
<laughs> it's tough to go to that C gym. I think, like I say, I know Collinsville. Usually, you got to go to the other gym, which is a pretty nice gym. Uh, you go to as well. I guess does Muscoota have one? I might be. I guess the new building. I'm not sure. I've, I've been to. I've, I've been to. The yeah, you have to go to the auxiliary gym for uh, if you're in the losers <laughs> yeah. bracket on that yeah. side. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you want to you want to keep winning. Like I said, you want to be on center stage. Absolutely. <laughs> any other ones that we didn't mention um, here that you know any area teams are, are going and uh, and playing in um, well, Saint, just to give a give a mention to St. Dominic over in, uh, in uh, Fallon, Missouri has a good tournament every year. The host team, the Crusaders, Sykeston always comes in from Southeast Missouri. They have an excellent team. And then on the girl side, uh, Lutheran St. Charles will probably be the top seed in that tournament. And I, my CDS has a girls tournament as well well MICDS probably i think is the top seed in the girls division slew host a good the legends of winter tournament uh st louis U high and the john burroughs will probably be the top seeds in that one as well now like i said we talked about central i don't know the bracket in front of me that's always you know it, it has a good it's always had some good metro uh representation going there and it's always it was always cool to go whenever i had a chance to travel and then brief modern day has a has a real good tournament with a lot of the small schools in southern Illinois, but they got an interesting newcomer to that tournament, the modern day tournament. CBC, I believe, is in that tournament this year. So uh, everybody get a chance to see CBC and I guess Columbia Freeburg always uh, you know, on the Illinois side, a lot of good small schools in that tournament as well. Uh, as, uh, as as we wrap up, yeah, we're, we were talking earlier on about some of the other tournaments or some of the other ones around the areas. I also uh, went and did games back in the day. There's one up in uh, Bloomington Normal, the State Farm Holiday it's Tournament up there. Um, we, we talk about auxiliary gyms and going and playing there. That tournament, they do large school, small school, boys and girls, 16 teams in each. So you have 64 teams wow. that you are putting together in a tournament. And there's a lot of high schools. There's the college. There's a lot of places up there. But that's a lot of gyms that they uh, that they fill up uh, for those games up there in that tournament when you're talking 64-team tournaments, um, four different brackets for uh, for that one. And from a historical perspective, probably the most fun tournament. I think they still have like a small round robin, but if you want to see a great venue, Normandy High School in St. Louis on the north side, probably the best high school basketball venue uh, that area is going still. Now, the, the Normandy tournament through the 60s, 70s, and 80s was the tournament in St. Louis. And like you say, they, they used to have a 232 team division, the blue, the green division, and the red division. And, it had everybody in it. So, and like I said, it's pretty much been scaled down and it's more of a round robin, but the building, uh, the, the old Viking hall is uh, one of the great, uh, one of the great uh, basketball venues to visit in uh, this metro area. Earl, I know you mentioned it a few times throughout the uh, the past half hour that we've been talking, but which uh, which tournaments, which games do you think you're going to be? Can, can people plan to maybe see you out at uh, next week? I think... I have to rechange, restructure a little bit because I was going to go to MICDS tomorrow. I'll probably be at MICDS on Monday, probably visitation on Tuesday. I will be at the visitation semifinal days, the consolation semifinal days. I plan on being at Maryville one uh, one day as well. Hopefully get to Collinsville. And then working for Prep Hoops Missouri, I gotta, I'm keeping track on a bunch of tournaments around the state, you know, Kansas City, Springfield, there's some big tournaments going on, which I'll be tracking as well. 
And then, uh, then on thirty on the thirtieth, uh, you know, me and Ram will be getting on a plane to Philadelphia, so I'll miss a lot of the championship games. Uh, I'll be watching them online, and because we play on St. Joe's on New Year's Eve. Well, you can uh, follow Earl Austin Jr. on Twitter at Earl Austin Jr. and uh, you you'll see uh, all of his updates all week long next week as he's bouncing around from tournaments to tournaments before he heads back to his slew Billiken duties next week. Earl, great catching up with you, and uh, always fun talking high school sports with you. Joe, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Okay. Merry Christmas to you as well. That's Earl Austin Jr. right here on ClavesOnline.com. As one of St. Louis's fastest growing companies and largest private companies, St. Louis Acura is proud to serve you and remains committed to becoming better than ever for you. As new Acuras become more available every day, we are not backing down from selling 100% more quality pre-owned vehicles than ever before. We want customers that appreciate our friendly, outgoing team and our award-winning service because at St. Louis Acura, we are better than ever for you. This season, give the gift of Cardinals Ticket Packs. Five, six, and ten game packs are on sale now and feature 2023's highest demand games and promotional giveaways. Choose from the opening day pack, the t-shirt pack, bobblehead pack, and more. New for 2023, check out the swag pack. Give the gift that lasts all season, all baseball season. Cardinals Ticket Packs start at just $54 and are on sale now at cardinals.com slash holiday. Final segment here, Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota. Hey, year-end show to uh, next week. Uh, We will do a year-end wrap-up next week on the the show. Uh, Look forward to to some of those. Um, Andy, uh, we're brought to you each and every week by Munganass Burkhardt Alton Toyota, Munganass St. Louis Acura. Find them online, stlouisacura.com, altontoyota.com. Com. Uh, um, really, I mean, we were out at the Toyota store last uh, on Tuesday of last week. I got to tell you to uh, you got to check out the, um, the you got to check out what they have out there um, coming in in 2023. Some of the uh, some of the new Toyotas that they have out there are uh, God, they're good looking cars. They are really really good looking cars. And I know Claves is going to be driving one down to uh, Jupiter here in a few weeks, and I'll be driving it back up later on in uh in a few months from now when uh when i head down to uh to florida for some baseball activities andy a few things that we learned during the uh during the break uh first one we uh i think we talked about at the end of the last segment uh plus 1750 if i bet the overs for all eight games um also found this out too you apparently can just transfer money straight to from your venmo into your DraftKings accounts yeah, that's just irresponsible, Joe, like we were talking about over the break. That's just really, really a bad, bad decision to do. It seems that way, yeah. It, um, again, like, I I do not have any kind of gambling issues. That's right. not something that I've ever uh, worried about sure. with my uh, with myself. But I, I always look at Venmo money, and I, I think a lot of people look at it this way. Venmo money doesn't exist. It's, it's right. an actual money, you know? It's just like, yo, I owe you, I owe you seven dollars for that pizza. Okay, cool. Let me Venmo it to you. And then right. really, you mean that pizza was free, right? Pretty much. That's, yeah, that's how that's how you look at it. Uh, so yeah, being able just to go straight from Venmo to uh, to DraftKings like, you know, for me, Joe, that would be like Venmo 
or and casinos getting together and like putting Venmo at the blackjack table. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really, really bad. So especially with access to your Venmo credit card. I don't have a Venmo credit card. Oh, I do, Joe. You see, that's that's not that seems really see that just goes that makes it real money. Uh kind of. Uh, it, it, you can do a lot of transfers with no fees. Yeah. Uh, like if you need to pay with something with a credit card and you want to do it, there's like no transfer fees uh, of any kind if you use the Venmo credit card. Okay. So it saves you a couple of bucks. And there, there's no annual fee on it or anything. And I never use it for anything. So. Andy, let's wrap up this uh, Christmas edition of Weekend Joe with a uh, non-Christmas related crack slipper. Joe, some stories just aren't meant to hit the mainstream news. And we picked those stories up here on Weekend Joe. These are the Crack Slippers with Joe Roderick on the all-new ClaybsOnline.com. Andy, are you familiar with Salt Bay? Yes. He's a weirdo. The guy who sprinkled salt onto steaks. Yes. Very, very strange thing. Became a viral sensation a few yes. years ago. Yeah, made a lot of money doing that. Andy, uh, after Argentina won the uh, won, won the World Cup, he Salt Bay was down on the field posing with Argentinian players and the trophy. No, yeah, what was he doing? Just taking pictures of it, trying to take the trophy away from players. Doing a whole lot of stuff for clout. Huh, okay. Sprinkling salt. Imaginary salt on the World Cup trophy. Uh, trophy. Yeah, I was, they probably highly frown upon that if, if they're actually putting real salt on the World Cup. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Andy, when you, by the way, Salt Bay is Turkish. Not even Argentinian. Not even from Argentina. That was my next question, Joe. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, he must be from Argentina. Nope. I mean, it would have made sense. Like, uh, according to Claims, the best steaks come from Argentina. Salt Bay, known for sprinkling salt on steaks. The best steaks come from Argentina, according to Claims. Yeah. Take his word on that. I, I'm going to have to. I'm not going to Argentina anytime soon. I want to go. Maybe, I mean, you could probably get an Argentinian steak maybe uh, flown in. Hmm. But maybe. Andy, after uh, after pictures and videos of him with the trophy went viral, um, and uh, it, it, it there was no good reaction to Salt Bay doing this. Everybody just thought Salt Bay just looked like a complete ass doing this. A FIFA is taking appropriate internal action to address Ooh. breaches of World Cup protocol. By the celebrity chef. So he should not have been down there. No. FIFA describes the World Cup trophy as a priceless icon, which can only be touched and held by a very select group of people, which includes former winners of the World Cup and heads of state. And will will FIFA involved? If you give them enough money, they'll let you do it anyway. Following a review, FIFA has been establishing how individuals gained undue access to the pitch after the closing ceremony in uh in Qatar on December 18th. Huh. Yeah, the appropriate internal action will be taken. He does have a restaurant in Doha 
and was a regular guest of FIFA with VIP access during the World Cup and posted photos and video clips on social media. He was filmed grabbing the arm of Captain Lionel Messi on the field to get his attention. The soccer great seemed irritated in the film clip, though later posed for a photo that Salt Bay posted on the gram. I'm sure that Lionel was just thrilled. Right. Of all the things, yeah, cool. Take yes, right. So yeah, Salt Bay. Salt Bay, right up there, a Cardinal Cowboy. Uh, without question, and towel mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, yeah. Andy, that's gonna wrap it up for our uh, Christmas edition here of Weekend What's Joe. Up? Pretty Christmassy, if you ask. I, me. I thought so. Was- festive, yeah, absolutely. Joe, do you download any Santa tracker apps on your phone to track Santa on Christmas Eve? I think Google, like you just look it up, and I think Google just does it now. I don't. Google think has an Google has an app that you just download. It's pretty. Yeah, neat. I think if you just, just Google games, it, yeah, there's fun games you can play on it, mm-hmm. and like it'll tell you where where Santa is right now. Like he's in Bolivia, mm-hmm. and what's funny is like when he drops presents off in Afghanistan. Yeah, because they they have they have Christmas in Afghanistan. Of course. So yeah, all over the uh, all over the place. So yeah, um, you uh, yeah. So you guys have a, a great Christmas there, you guys Andy. Much uh, luck to all of you guys. Do I'm your sure, thing. I will be putting together a lot of Legos on Sunday. So uh, oh, is that what uh, Santa's bringing? Yeah, that and uh, so doing that and um, Legos and and look watching the overs. That's that'll be my uh, that'll be my Christmas. Are you going to watch Top Gun Maverick on Paramount Plus tomorrow night? Uh, did not plan on it. Why is that? It's, a, like, uh... it's premiering on Paramount Plus tomorrow night. Oh, all right. Okay, I did not know that. No, I uh usually Christmas Eve I watch four Christmases. Oh, do you now? Mm-hmm. I've uh, I've never seen that one. I've watched uh, a Christmas Story like like most normal people, and then uh the uh have you seen the uh, Christmas Story Christmas yet? Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. About what I expected. Lots of cheesiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a nice little... You know what? I didn't think it needed to be made, but you saw it, and I was like, okay. That was fine. Also, though, it does make me resent... Um, uh, what's, the, what's the guy's name that plays, uh, plays Ralphie? Peter Billingsley. Yeah, it makes me resent Peter Billingsley, who did not appreciate a, uh, a very drunk Joe Roderick... Um, calling him ralphie when i uh when i saw him in line <laughs> waiting for the uh <laughs> waiting for the bathroom um at the uh at the super bowl back in uh back in 2000 and i believe it was uh 17 maybe <laughs> where yeah 2017 <laughs> yeah <laughs> did, what'd, did, you, what'd you say to him just hey ralphie i go hey ralphie you could have been like hey uh, guy from Elf. Nope, nope. I looked at him and I go, Ralphie. <laughs> I mean, he's been hearing it all of his life. I can yeah. understand why the guy's been irritated. But dude, you're famous because you were Ralphie. Yeah, that's Ar- right. he had his arm in a sling, waiting to use the bathroom. I believe at the Taylor Swift concert. Nice. Yep. Ralph. Ralphie. <laughs> Ralphie. 
too funny. Yeah, he he was not impressed with uh he he was not amused by me. <laughs> Who are you, pal? Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Andy, have a wonderful Christmas. Uh, all the Good listeners day. as well have a uh, have a wonderful Christmas this weekend. For Andy Hanselman, I am Joe Roderick. This has been Weekend Joe, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Munganass Alton Toyota, here on ClaybesOnline.com. St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. We have a great selection of over 175 pre-owned and factory precision certified with finance rates as low as 0.99% for 36 months with approved credit. We also have over 250 new Acura models arriving this year and Acura loyalty rebates up to $1,000 on select new Acura models. St. Louis Acura remains committed to becoming better than ever for you.